Welcome to The Cat Lady, the show where people opine about felines. I'm Lana, the Cat Lady, and each episode I invite a person I think is awesome to react about cats. Cat lover, cat hater, or cat agnostic. I'm curious what makes them tick. My guest today thinks she's cat agnostic, but pets are a constant threat in her childhood memories and family drama. Our conversation ranges from Disney and Looney Tunes to musings on how wealth can change our ethics. And it really gets going after Haley shares a childhood memory starring farm dogs Hans and Franz. Haley, you've joined me to talk about cats. (laughs) Groundbreaking. Yeah. Where do you start with cats? I mean, what's your your earliest memory? Oh, okay. So I was mulling on this. I've my specific memory, which is probably after the feeling, right? So I've always been really allergic to cats. And so growing up, my mom was always telling me, you're allergic to cats. Stay away from cats. You're allergic to cats. And so as far back as I can remember... I remember that being this thing hovering. Same thing with dogs. Most things with hair, you know. But (laughs) my specific earliest memory is actually with the Aristocats. The, the, you know, the animated film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not, no lie, not even saying this. Honestly, I remember watching it at my cousin's house, my Aunt Nett and Uncle Mark's house. I remember watching that movie, VHS, and loving it. And I watched that over and over, asked my mom for it, got it, and watched it over and over and over um, then. And uh, for someone who doesn't really care for pets, it's odd that I very much attached to that movie as a kid. And so that's kind of my earlier, earliest memory of cats. Um, the Aristocats, Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. He was such a babe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the cat was the babe? The cat was the babe, yeah. In the way that he courted Duchess. <laughs> was, you know. <laughs> so as a kid, were you not a pet kid? Um. I had this, um, I have a memory of watching Looney Tunes one Saturday morning and then my dad, for some reason I got out of the cage, right? Like some reason I came outside when I wasn't supposed to and my dad had put these stakes out in the pasture to lead Hans and Franz, these two horrible dogs that my mother still to this day talks about how horrible they were, to lead them out into the pasture to um, give them kind of like their last meal and then shoot them. And I remember witnessing it because, let me back up, because they had gotten into some sheep nearby and once um, dogs taste sheep and once they kill them and they slaughtered a lot of them they'll never not kill typically and I mean you just have to put them down and so you know I grew up on a farm so it's like that's that's how you put the dog down (laughs) and my dad loves animals so this was no act of cruelty I mean he was like he didn't want to see this happen he didn't want to do this he didn't take pleasure in this but um, I saw my dad <laughs> kill Gons and Frauds, and I still remember it. And ever since then, I mean, I don't, 
you know, I don't specifically attach it, but I'm sure it had some sort of effect. I don't really have an affinity for pets. I mean, I don't hate animals, but I don't, you know, I, I'm sure that has down the line had some sort of effect with how I view animals. That in combination with um, being allergic to them, I, you know, I like to look at dogs from afar. And I think puppies are so cute from afar, especially when they interact with kids. I love that. No, wait, that was after the Aristocats. I I don't I don't know, um, but uh, huh. that's kind of like an early pet memory. But I you know we have video of me carrying around Hans and Franz when they were still puppies. Yeah, and I was teaching. I was uh, calling them my babies. Mm-hmm. So I guess you know, I guess I liked it. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean that would be hard for for a kid to process, even though it sounds like you understood what was happening in in some way, or did you understand what was happening? I, I don't know. And I'm not even as a cop out. I don't know. I just remember seeing it. And then I remember, I kind of remember my mom shuffling me back inside. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I don't know if in hindsight, you know, you, you apply, yeah reason to something that you don't you didn't actually have but i also don't want to portray it as some like dramatic traumatic experience it really wasn't but at the same time i I don't know who knows if maybe that had some sort of effect on how i have relationships with animals because i i don't have relationships with animals i yeah I i don't care for them i don't know yeah or could just because of allergies who knows Cause I hear you're, you enjoy them to some degree. It's not like you hate animals. No, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't hate animals. But no. it's just yeah. kind of like, eh, not so much your thing. Yeah, yeah, not my thing. Uh huh. Not my thing. Were there other cartoons involving animals? Were cartoons your thing? Oh yeah, yeah. Cartoons were my thing. Actually, I still watch cartoons with my nieces and nephews, even to this day. Um, you know, the old school Looney Tunes ones, Looney Tunes ones, um, all pretty much animal based. I guess save for Elmer Fudd, and uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. I mean, so I think that there, it's not a I, another thing that's not a coincidence is. Um, that kids interact with animals in a very peculiar way. Um, and it's always fun to watch my nieces and nephews, especially when they've gone through their, you know, typically one and a half to two year um, old range, um, interact with animals. And you can kind of, I don't know, it's, see, it's funny to see their personality traits come out. Like right now, um, Ruby, who's named after my grandmother, she, She's about, oh, this is going to be embarrassing, one and a half. Um, She's one and a half right now. And um, she is more afraid of the dogs. Hmm. And she's also the youngest right Uh now. Uh And so then um, Jude, he's the oldest. He was always a little more, um, to kind of more of like, he'd like to hit them a little bit, you know, just like play with them playfully. And then Kylie, she was the first of all of the kids and she was just like domineering, right? You know, because we all doted on her. And so it's like, I don't know, it's, it's interesting how pets fall in the the hierarchy, right? I don't know. Hmm. So then do your nieces and nephews have pets now? 
<laughs> That's really funny. My parents, the house I grew up in, and then Jason and Josh both respectively built houses right next to my parents. And so my mom refers to it as a commune. Oh. And <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe so you hear that. Your family, they live close to each other. <laughs> a commune. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think a very different thing right here, commune, compared to my brothers built their houses near their parents. You know, uh, tomato, potato, <laughs> cilantro, clamato, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, the dogs, my dad is so loving to the dogs that Josh tried to have his own dog, but it soon just came to my parents' house and just lived there. And so now, you know, now that they can't, Jason and Josh, neither of them can have their own pets because they'll just come live at my parents' house because, you know, they want to be with the other dogs, the other Weimaraners, and they want to be with my dad who, because he's been so good to them, (laughs) feeding them fat, dipped, like, (laughs) fat in which he's dipped, like, a piece of white bread in and thrown to them, you know, because, you know, there's, there's a lot there, Alana. I'll just leave it there. Yeah. Your dad (laughs) loves these dogs. He loves the dogs. (laughs) He loves the dogs. He loves the dogs. How many are there? Uh, right now we have three. Three. Um, they're older though. These are the, this, the, I think the longest we've gone in years without one of them getting hit by a car. Um, and my dad's libertarian spirit, he's likes for them, to, they don't wear collars. They're free to roam. Um, and so for a very long time, we didn't even have a dog cage or like anything, even at night, they would just roam, but then they just all kept getting hit by cars. And so <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry, but they all, <laughs> it's not funny, but I'm just laughing because it was like, it became to a point where like, yeah, dad, the dogs are getting hit by cars because they're, <laughs> you're just letting them roam free without any sort of barrier. And, uh, so then they finally built a dog run and, uh. So now they get caged up at night and then, yep, that's it. It's very philosophical. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a lot there. (laughs) Do you think Americans are different with pets? Oh, man. Uh, I, I, the only point of reference I have for, to answer that is that whenever I was in Mexico, in the summer one time, my cousin who was a missionary there relayed a story in which one of the neighborhood uh, Mexican ladies had put a bunch of puppies in a bag and and killed them. She had bludgeoned them to death, but just she, she did it because she couldn't feed them, right? And they have a, a terrible canine problem in that neighborhood they happen to. Um, and so I guess it was a means of population control. And I remember that an American who was probably a college age student, an American female college age student, just being repulsed by this. And I remember acting kind of like, well, you know, it 
those types of questions seems and those types of concerns seem like concerns of people with extraordinary wealth. And it kind of annoyed me to apply that sort of <laughs> moral analysis <laughs> to someone who's just, you know, not not making the same calculus as you are, you know? And so it that irked me. So in that sense, yeah, I would say Americans treat pets a lot differently than that woman in Oaxaca would, you know, and she had a dog that she loved, but she didn't want these puppies. And so it's like, what is she going to do? I don't know. I think it's really interesting that you drew the connection between pets and wealth. Yeah. Okay. So then based (laughs) on all of these ethical conundrums and cartoon relationships, if you were at a cat conference, how would you introduce yourself? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's probably it. <laughs> <laughs>